Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. God is in control. He's still on the throne. Situations, circumstances, governments, God is in control. And he's here this morning to meet with you, to meet needs, to meet you at a point of faith, to to fill you, refresh you, bring you life, hope, vision, joy. So anytime we step into this place in this room, it says where two or three have gathered, there I am in your midst. That God is here right now. So life is good. I just want to remind us all here this morning that life is good. And I'm not sure if you have, I'm sure everybody has, but if you haven't, there's a saying that says God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. Let's say moment. God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. Come on, one more time. God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. Doesn't that make you feel better? When you speak truth and you speak truth into your future and you speak truth over your current reality, God is good all the time. And all the time he's good. No matter what season I walk through, challenge I face, storm that comes at me, God is good. He never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. From the beginning of time, it says he's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. That he was before all things, he's after all things, but the, the, the constant is he is good. And we need to know in our lives he's present and he's good. He's for you and not against you. No weapon formed against you at any point of life will prosper because God is with you. So I want to make, I want to ask you to make this declaration with me this morning before we start, and then I'm going to preach, all right? So you say this after me. I am a child of God. Today I stand on the word of God. I decide today to step into my potential. I dream big. I think abundantly. And I act boldly. I am an overcomer. And I declare an open heaven over my life. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. If you want that declaration, I'll send it to you. But, but I, I just think that's awesome. You are children of God, heirs to the throne. You've been, you've been adopted into the family. You can stand on the word of God. It says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain. At the end of the day, the word of the Lord remains. It, it, it is constant. It's forever. It's perpetual. It, it's not going anywhere. And I love this because I decide to step into my potential. So often we pull back from stepping out, but aware of those that press forward, we don't shrink back. I dream big, I think abundantly, I act boldly. That's, again, who we are. And the the title's great, Faith, but I also wanted to kind of subtitle it, Enough is Enough. And I want to ask the question, when is enough enough? At what point in life, at what point of challenge, at what point of pain or hurt or brokenness or victory, do I go, enough is enough. Because if God's real and the cross is real, he's for me and he's not against me, at what point am I going to go, I'm taking a stand and I'm pushing back on that which is pushing in? I'm going to push back on the fear. I'm going to push back on the the, the depression. I'm going to push back on the brokenness. I'm, well, at what point is enough enough? And I, I decide to rise. And I decide to rise in faith and live by faith, develop my faith, strengthen my, work my faith that's been given as a free gift towards my life. I love what it says in Isaiah 41, 9. It says, I took you from the ends of the earth, from the farthest corners I called you. I said, you're my servant. 
I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I have chosen you and not rejected you. This morning in the house, you need to realize you're not here by accident. You are here by divine design. And God has chosen you from the beginning of time and has not rejected you. Therefore, do not fear. And, and they have been crazy seasons and crazy times, and, and life has changed from what we knew a few years back, but God is the same. He does not change. And I love what it says in Habakkuk 2, 4, it says, but the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. If, if you're going to live by anything, live by faith. No, not your own strength, not your own intellect, not your own upright. Live by faith. Faith that says, I may not understand, but God, I choose to position myself here this morning in your goodness because I believe. And uh, in Hebrews 11, it says, without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone that comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Faith says, God, I know you're real and God, I know you will. You've promised, to, you've made promises over my life, towards my life. You have plans and purposes for my life. God, I believe. I stand there. And Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, so we live by faith, not by sight. So often the decisions I make are based on what I see before me. But I think it's more important to close our eyes and see through the eyes of faith than it is to look through our natural eyes towards the future or what's happening around us. And again, that's who we are. We're believers. If you've asked Jesus Christ into your life, you've made a declaration, I believe. I believe in Jesus. I believe he's the Son of God. I believe, he, as Justin said, he died and rose again for me. Therefore, I have life eternal in him. And that's what it says in Proverbs 3. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You know, Russell was talking about Giving and living a generous life is a heart issue. Well, everything in faith, and, and if, if we're to have great faith, it's always a heart issue. And the Bible says, guard your heart, for out of it flows the wellspring of life. Guard your heart. Protect your heart, because the enemy wants to come against your heart to deceive you and lie to you. He's the prince of lies. He's the father of lies. But I want to ask this all here this morning, because God wants to direct our paths. But this is when we acknowledge him in everything, he directs our hearts. Yeah. So I guess the question is, do you trust God? As we sit here this morning, because we, we sing these songs, I ran out of that grave, but really my reality is I'm still bondaged, but I'm, I'm held back here by what somebody did to me 15 years ago. But, but, but do we really believe that God has our best interests at heart? And that, that's a good question to ask ourselves. Am I just... Is this just rhetoric? Is this just me saying things and putting it out there? Or do I actually believe that all things are working together for my good? Because I'm called according to his purpose. Because I love him. Because I'm, I'm walking in his ways. And because we, we might say to ourselves, well, I, I'll trust you with my finances. And I'll get generous in that area of my life. But I'm going to hold on to these other areas. I'll trust you with my health. Or I'll trust you with my future. And I'll dream towards the future. I'll dream towards stepping out and start... But, but there are certain areas that I'm going to hold on to. And there's a saying that if God is not God of all, then he's not God at all. Which means that I have to surrender. I have to come to a point 
again, where I may not understand, but I say, God, I surrender. I cast my cares upon you because I know you care for me. I come to you and sit at your feet because I know you're a good and loving saviour. I'm not going to hold on to so many believers are holding on to things that at the end of the day actually have a hold of them. And they become a, a weight and a burden and this limitation in their life because they don't have the ability to cast off. Casting off is an act of faith. Letting go of, forgiving someone, you know, just, just letting go of, of anything that's ever happened is, is an act of faith. And, but, but it's, and it's a decision that I have to, I personally have to make. So I just want to encourage us this morning to, even if it's one step, you know, I, I shared this the other week, but the, the journey of a thousand miles starts with just one step. Can I encourage us all here this morning? Let's just take one step closer to Jesus, one step forward, one step in faith, one step with vision in our towards the Holy Spirit who wants to lead us and guide us through life, who has plans and purposes that are for our good and not for evil, to bless us and not to harm us. Yeah. And some of you right now might find yourself in situations where you go, well, I'm, I'm currently facing the direct opposite of what you're saying. Can I encourage you to keep walking? And if you take one step, then take another step. David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. You might be facing death. You may be facing an enemy that's larger than you, that's, that's growling at you, that, that's intimidating you. I want to encourage you, keep taking a step forward. One of my favorite psalms is Psalm 27. I want to share it with us this morning. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. This is, this is David writing this. The Lord is my light and my salvation, who shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked come against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise against me in this, I will be confident. One thing I have desired, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Goes on to say, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Can I, can I encourage us here this morning, one of the greatest acts of faith that we can display in God is to stop and wait. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Usually courage comes when I do something and I take ground and, I, and, I, and I'm moving forward. There's momentum in life. But the Bible says in Isaiah 40, 31, those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They'll rise up on wings as eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and will not faint. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Right now, I believe that's a word for somebody here is you're striving and you're struggling and you're trying to push forward. And you're trying to make it happen. My encouragement to you today as an act of faith is to still yourself and wait on the Lord. What he can do in a moment, most of us can't do in a lifetime. What he can do through a word, we can't do through all the energy, effort, and striving and struggling in the, over the course of our lives. And God wants to work on your behalf. Isaiah 64, God works for those that wait for him. He meets with those who rejoice. Wait and be of good courage. And, and I, hope that, I hope that stirs something on the inside of you this morning, that you don't have to do it. God is working on your behalf. God is with you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And as we stand in faith and allow our faith to develop and grow, God works on our behalf. Amen? Yeah. Can we give out a hand clap this morning? Come on. Yeah. 
as we read this, you know, David was a great man of faith. He wasn't perfect. He made mistakes, but he was a, a great man of faith. And I love this scripture because it shows the depth of the faith that he had through different seasons of his life. Because it didn't always go well for David, but he maintained faith in God and faith in his goodness. You know, there, there was lions, there was bears, there was giants, there was brothers hating on him, there was kings and kingdoms under threat, there was wars. But he says, the Lord is my light and my salvation, therefore who shall I fear? And the reality is we've got so much to fear in life in the natural. But in God we've got nothing to fear. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and supplication, present your request to God, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Be anxious for nothing. And I know I've said this to you before, but, but I want you today to make an active decision, to, to flip a switch in your mind, I will be anxious about nothing. I've got reason right now in the natural to be anxious about certain things. I'm choosing not to be. I'm choosing to believe in God's goodness and his promises and his faithfulness. And I can look back over the course of almost 30 years of walking with Christ and say he has never been unfaithful. He has never done what he has, he has never not done what he's promised. It, it was in different timing to what I thought, but he's always come through. He's always been faithful. He's always done according to his promises. Amen? He will do it for you. And I love this because he said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Who shall I fear? David's faith allowed him to see light in dark situations. It was the light at the end of the tunnel. It was the thing that carried him. Can I encourage you, if you're in a dark place, if you're in a desperate place, look to Jesus. And, and, I, and I know I've shared it quite a lot, but it's Psalm 27 says, I lift my eyes to the hills, to where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. Our help will always come from the Lord. Life and joy and sustenance and energy and strength will always come from God as we look to Him. Don't look down, don't look back, don't look in, look to Jesus. Next thing is it says, The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is the strength. He realized that He wasn't alone. You are not alone in this journey of life. You are not alone in your thoughts. You are not alone in God is with you, like one that sticks closer than a brother. And David's strength came from an ever-present father, his heavenly father that was close and near and, and with him. And, 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 and I want to encourage us again here today that it's, it's not in what I, what I see in the natural, but it's, it's what I allow to receive spiritually. God wants you to receive from him today. And I feel like there's people in you feel like you're running on fumes, almost running on empty. That, that you, you know that there's deficit in your life in, in a certain area. And, and I, I want to encourage you just to allow yourself to receive what God has for you today. Don't, don't resist. Don't, so often we go, well, I'm not worthy and, and I, I, I'll have to do something to earn that. No, what God has for us, it says every good and perfect gift comes to us from our Father in heaven. Just receive. Just receive peace this morning. Just receive breakthrough. Just receive forgiveness. You're beating yourself up about things that God has forgotten, that he's forgiven you for, that he's, he's going, I don't even hold, why are you holding against yourself? Why are you limiting your life, your ability to dream, your ability to expand and get larger by, by holding on to things that I don't hold against you? God's not sitting in heaven going, I'm going to smite you. Because I am the mighty smiter and I'm going to send out a lightning bolt and I'm going to make your life hard and I'm going, to, I'm going to cause your business to crash and I'm going to break up your life. God's not that. God is peace. 
God is love and God is with us and for us. When the enemies came against me, I shall not fear. You know, nothing was bigger in David's life than God. And so often we're making everything we're walking through bigger than God. But if God hovered over nothing and spoke and now we enjoy what he spoke, why am I worried about my current circumstance? The Bible says that our life is but a vapour. Here one day and gone the next. We're on this earth for 70, 80, 90 years and then we enter into eternity. Why am I worried? Matthew says, don't worry. Don't worry about what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll wear. Seek first the kingdom and its righteousness. Everything will be added unto you. Don't worry. So I want to encourage. Don't worry. Don't freak out. Don't fret. Don't stress. Go to God. Because we're going to go somewhere in that moment. But they were saying, nothing was bigger than God. I've got nothing to fear. He's with me. He's for me. He's, he's fighting on my behalf. My enemies have got nothing. They can't do anything. One thing I've desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. As David sought God, as he went to the presence of God, he was filled with the peace of God. So often we're running to so many things and so many people to, to bring ease to, to my heart and my mind and my situation or to, to make sense of the swirling that's going on around me. This is one thing I've desired. That will I seek, that I may, may dwell in the house of the Lord. That I can come into the presence. Can I, can I say that every time we step forward towards God, what does the Bible say? Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. This week, when you come against the challenge or something happens, I want to encourage you literally stop. Say, Jesus, I'm, I'm looking towards you. I, I'm, I'm ignoring right now the situation I find myself in and I'm looking to you and I'm telling you the peace of God will come and touch you in that moment. So I would have lost heart. Unless I believed, unless I trusted, unless I had faith, unless I developed my faith over many years facing lions, bears, giants, wars, revolts. I, I would have lost heart, but I didn't lose heart because I stirred my faith. I stirred myself. It's time, and I've said this for months now, it's time for the church to rise. It's, if we are the children of God, if we are salt and light, we have to have great faith. If we are to impact our communities, if we're to be the blessing that God has called us to be, if we're to bring light into dark situations, I have to have great faith. I have to be stirred. I have to be passionate and excited. Can I encourage you? Be, be as, I want to be as passionate as I am right now when I'm on the work site, when I'm meeting with somebody, having a coffee. But I want to be, this is life. Let's get high on life. Let's get high on Christ. Let's get, because honestly, there's so many people out there trying to get high to, to hide. To get high to, to do away with the pain that they're feeling. But he said, I have come. The devil comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I've come that you may have life and life more abundantly. I'm spinning like crazy this morning, and I, I want to apologize for that. I can see it. I, sorry, George. I'm sorry, mate. And uh, can I encourage you? If, if I was to ask you right now, are you living life and life more abundantly? Or are you just existing? Or are you just getting by? Or are you just making ends meet because there's more for you? And, and if that is the truth, that's okay because we're on a journey. But, 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 but strive and struggle to get to Jesus, not to make ends meet. To, to get to Jesus, the source, the author and perfecter of your faith, not, not just to get by. Amen? And, and as we trust in God, all we're doing is putting our faith in his faithfulness. That, that's what we're doing. 
So, so let's challenge ourselves to, to stir our faith, to grow our faith, to walk by faith, and to live each day by faith. Hebrews 11 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. You may not see how right now, but faith takes a hold of God's promise and says, I'm not moving until it happens. I can't see how. But that's, that's the awesome thing about God. His ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. I can't see now in the natural, but God has a way. And he has a plan and he has purposes and he's declared blessings and I can walk in the truth of what he's said. Again, verse 6 says it's impossible to please him, but we must believe. And, and God wants to reward and bless those that believe in him. There comes a day when we've got to do something with our faith. Let's just make it today. Let's just make it today. I'm going to live by faith. Yes, there's bills. Yes, there's opinions. Yes, there's circumstances. I live by faith. I rise into a position of faith. Paul said to Timothy, I remind you to stir the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of hands, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. What's the gift? The spirit of faith. That's the gift. You've been given a spirit of faith that is alive on the inside of you. And like Justin said before, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is what's on the inside of me that I can develop and grow and work than anything that comes against me in life. Corinthians says you're a victor in life because of Jesus. Because of Jesus going to the cross, dying, being brutalized, rising again, you have victory in life. I don't want to minimize the work of the cross by, by walking around, moping around, woe is me, look at what I'm walking through. I'm going to speak to what I'm walking through. I'm going to rise above and I'm going to live in victory to bring glory to Jesus Christ. Can, can somebody just say thank you to Jesus this morning? Come on. Mark 11, 24, Jesus always encourages us to exercise our faith. Mark 11, 24 says, and Jesus said to them, have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says this mountain be taken and thrown in the sea, does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you receive it and it will be yours. The greatest gift that's been bestowed upon us is, is salvation in, through Jesus Christ. I believe the second greatest gift is the gift of faith to walk out that saved life. To, to, to believe that, that, that what God has said and declared over my life is true and I can accept it, receive it, and that he is orchestrating miracles and breakthrough and provision and blessing for my life as he has promised. You know, Mark 5, uh, 36 is overhearing what they said. Jesus told them, do not be afraid, just believe. Matthew 21, 22, and whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive it if you have faith. Luke 1, 37, for nothing is impossible with God. Can I, can I just suggest this morning complaining won't get you to where you want to go? Having a pity party won't get you to where you want to go? Rising up in faith, declaring that God's good, believing that he's going to do, nothing's impossible with God. That's what we have to do. If it, and if the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result, if you've been complaining, stop. If you've been whinging, stop. If you've been holding grudges, stop. If you've been, you know, not not. If you've been withholding in, in setting people free from saying, "I forgive you," forgive today. Let let's let's do the opposite and get to where we want to go. And I was just thinking, that enemies of faith, and the first one I'd say is fear. 
But what I love again about the word is everywhere through the word it says, fear not, for I am with you. I am your God. I am your great shield, your reward. I am the mighty one that works on your behalf. And the devil comes to bring fear, but Jesus came to bring peace. So if I'm walking in fear, I haven't received the gift that Jesus came to give me. The Bible says that the reason the Son of Man came was to smash the works of the enemy. Don't allow the enemy who's roaming around a lot like a lion to hold you in a position of anxiety or, or, or to intimidate you. Rise above, step out in faith. And Jesus said, my peace I give you. My peace I give you. I, I'm the one that has the ability to give you peace. Receive it today. And right now, in the midst of your worst situation, your worst circumstance, the thing that is bringing you the most grief in life, receive peace. And just say, okay, if I can't change it, I'm casting it off. I'm casting my cares upon him because I know he cares for me. God, I'm going to wait on you. I'm, 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 make, I'm taking an active step. Be anxious for nothing. Is this helping anybody? Because it helps me. It helps me to know that I can look to Jesus, the author and perfecter of my faith. That I don't have to have perfect faith. I don't have to have mountain-moving faith. I just have to have faith the size of a mustard seed and say, this is all I've got, God. This, I've got a lot of doubt, but I've got a little bit of faith. Help me in my unbelief. God, I'm going to give you this today. I'm going to give you the small amount of faith that I have. You might be holding on white-knuckled. You might be at the end of yourself. If you just got that little bit of faith, just sow it in the soil of God's goodness this morning. Just sow it in his faithfulness. Just sow it in his there. Sow that seed of faith this morning, and you will reap what God has for you. Second thing is form. So the first one's fear. The second thing's form. Bad habits and lack of discipline. You know, it says in Proverbs, it says the integrity of the upright will guide them, but the unjust are destroyed by their duplicity. And there's a saying that how you do anything is how you do everything. So sometimes we have to change what we do or how we do it so that our lives line up with the will of God for our lives. So, so when it says trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean on all your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him, he will direct your path. There is a path that is good and right and perfect for our lives. But I have to align with and agree with what God says. So sometimes I've got to get rid of bad habits or bad form or, or lack of discipline in my life. I have to live disciplined to what God asks me to do. Romans says, don't be conformed to this world, but rather be transformed through the renewing of your mind. We renew our minds by seeking him and reading his word and waiting on him and living according. You know, it says in Psalm 1, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the wicked, Sits in the way of sinners, stands in the way of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by streams of living water that yields its fruit in season. Whatever he does shall prosper. Blessed is the man that does and who doesn't, who does what God wants and doesn't do what the flesh wants. Blessed is, prospered in every, every way. And, you know, there's a quote that whether you think that you can or you think that you can't, you're right. Henry, for in everything in life, if you think that you can or you think that you can't, you are right. Because if you think that you can, you'll find a way. But if you think that you can't, you'll give up and you won't even try. We're not of those that think that we can't. We believe all things are possible with him. Amen. Third thing is frustration. And I just, how am I going to team to come, George, CJ? When you get worn out, when you get worn down, discouraged, exhausted, you feel empty like you're running on fumes. And, and I've I found myself there multiple times in life. 
even through this season, it's been a, a draining, hard, tiresome season. But the Bible says, do not grow weary in doing good for in due season. I want to declare a due season over this house. I want to declare a due season over your life. I want to declare that, that God <coughs> is about to fulfill what he's promised towards you. As we wait on him, as we wait in him, as we step forward, as we allow faith to rise. As, and, and, and sometimes faith rising is just saying, thank you for faith. Thank you for your gift in my life, Lord. Thank you that you didn't withhold from me. Thank you that you made a way. Thank you that you're the light and you're the life of me. That what I have comes from you. I receive what comes from you. And I love what it says in Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. It says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And church, we're not victims, we're victims. We're not, we're not suppressed. We're not a minority. We are... With, with, with God, you and I are the majority. And it is a great life. It is a gift. Every single day, every breath that I it is a gift. So let's not, let's sit down in, look at what's going on in the world. Look what's happening to me. Look what's what's happened through situation and certain. Let's rise. Let's have eyes to see. Let's have a heart that believes. Let's be passionate and, and just make a decision today. I'm stepping out. And I'm stepping forward. And God, whatever you ask of me, I will do. Whatever you have for me, I'll take a hold of it. This, let, let's do life together. Let's do this adventure together with God. Amen? Because I'm telling you, it's a life of, of blessing. Not void of hardship, not void of challenge or struggle or strain. But it's, it's an adventure and it's a blessing. Let's keep believing. Let's keep trusting. Let's keep declaring. And let's keep walking because God is for you and not against you. I just wanted to stir some faith this morning. I just wanted to encourage you. Let, let's go again. Let's rise again. Sometimes life, you know, you shift gears. Sometimes you're down gearing. Sometimes you're up gearing and you're on the freeway at 110. Other times you're in traffic and you're first to second. First, it's okay. Let's just keep moving forward. Faith enables us to see the future. Faith is the, the wind in our sails, the momentum that keeps carrying us when it feels like we're being pushed back. Life. Would you just stand here, please? I want to pray for us this morning. Maybe we can sing a really cool song of worship. Let's whatever you can see, Jack. Would you just lift your hands, close your eyes? We should have fun in church. We should have fun just going, you know what? My salvation is assured. I've been gifted and graced forgiveness. And I don't have to hold on to my failures. I've made a lot of mistakes in life. And Jesus has just come to me and I'll forgive you. So if you're here this morning and you're holding on to weights and burdens and guilt, and you're going to make yourself sick, let it go. If you're, if you're frustrated and you're, you're hating on people because they've wronged you, just let it go this morning. Let's get free. Let's get expected. Let's live by faith. Let's enjoy the journey that God has for us. Father, I thank you for every person that stands before me today. I thank you for those that couldn't be here today. Bless them, Father. Keep pouring out your spirit in unlimited measure. 
Father, we thank you that you're the giver of life. You're the hope bringer. That, Father, that our lives are full because of you. We glorify you. We honor you. We worship. We've come here to worship you and lift high the name of Jesus in this house today. God, I pray that we would be the blessing that you've called us to be. I pray that we would go out to the highways and the byways. We'd go out to the communities, Lord God. That we would we would touch people's lives. Would bless people's lives. We would we would bring, we would be healers, Lord God. Healers of relationships. Healers of hearts, Lord God. We would release miracles into the earth. God, have your way in our lives in Jesus' mighty and wonderful name. And everybody said, Amen. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.